says, O God, you have rejected us, broken our defenses. You have been angry, O restore us. Words of perhaps anger or depression. You have made the land to quake. You have torn it open. Repair its breaches, for it totters. Anger. You have made us... You have made your people see hard things. You have given us wine to drink that made us stagger. Depression. Perhaps some acceptance. You have set up a banner for those who fear you, that they may flee to it from the bow. Bargaining. That your beloved ones may be delivered. Give salvation by your right hand and answer us. Bargaining. God has spoken in his holiness. With exultation I will divide up Shechem and portion out the veil of Succoth. Gilead is mine, Manasseh is mine, Ephraim is my helmet, Judah is my scepter, Moab is my washbasin, upon Edom I cast my shoe, over Philistia I shout in triumph. His words are accepted, so that's a move of acceptance, to sing or to pray. Those verses, verse 9 says, Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Anger, especially if you know the Israelites' relationship with Edom. Have you not rejected us, O God? You do not go forth, O God, with our armies. Depression. O grant us help against the foe, for vain is the salvation of man. Bargaining. With God we shall do valiantly. It is he who will tread down our foes. In 2014 and 2015, my wife was treated uh, for breast cancer, and one of the treatments was chemotherapy, which is horrible. I also have experienced it. It's much worse to care for someone than to receive it, in my opinion. And while she was receiving treatment, I wrote a short essay called Why I Don't Throw Things. I'll uh, spoil the essay for you because no one would ever publish it. Then they'd be broken. And I might wake her up and she would be worried that I had fallen down. And I know it wouldn't actually make me feel that much better. And worst of all, she'd still be receiving poison. At the beginning of the pandemic, I, was, I read an article called The Discomfort You Feel is Grief. And it's a terrific article, but it led me to buy the man's book. And the sixth stage of grief, meaning, is not the book to read while we're still in the pandemic. As we're literally daily confronted with uh, loss. Both literal loss for many of us, and the loss of what we hoped or expected or desired. Typically this time of year, I take my kids and we go somewhere fun for a day or two. And Rachel gets to stay home, and the house gets to stay clean. <laughs> and we're not doing that this year, and that's fine. That's a very small grief, but it is still a grief. And when I can sense my grief building, it usually begins with feeling like I'm forgetting something, escalates into um, feeling a little bit like a lump in my throat, and then escalates into feeling constantly angry and like I need to cry at the same time. I have yet to lament and it not help me. And the good news is not that we can lament to God. The good news is that Jesus purchased union with God so that when we lament, it is such a move of intimacy. How many friends do you have that you've seen them be angry, depressed, bargain, acceptance, and denial? How many friends have you done those things with? How often, if ever, have you invited a friend to sit with you while you do one or two or perhaps all five stages at different times and on different phone calls or walks or while playing golf or darts together? 
Probably not very many because that kind of intimacy is hard to come by. And yet because of Jesus Christ and his work that we receive, we then follow the Psalms as a model and enjoy intimacy with God. Which in large part means being honest with him, in Eugene Peterson's words, answering him about life and what it's actually like to be a human, especially a God follower, under the sun amidst the curse. Lament in the with God life is actually how we flourish in such a dark and cursed world as we wait for Jesus' return.